Hey, hi, hello. <laughs> it's Tori. Hi. Welcome back to another episode of It's Not That Weird. You're single. Yeah. Why is that? You're adorable. <laughs> You're entertaining for sure. You can also be a bitch. <laughs> I was actually really hoping to make Jay cry. Tell uh, me about your dead father. <laughs> oh, this is all I could have ever dreamed of. And yeah, I'm not judging. It's I'm gross. Just saying. It's weird. They didn't traumatize you? You don't talk about they that? They definitely did. But... <laughs> <laughs> you can't ask me that. <laughs> it's not that weird. I hope you're having a great um, last day of June. Yeah, today will be the last day of June if you're listening on release day. If you're not, then hey. Hope you're happy at whatever time it is. I feel like you can hear it in my voice, but I'm getting absolutely annihilated by seasonal fucking allergies right now. So if you're just trying to, you know, survive this war that is pollen and whatever else flies through the air at this time of year, I'm sorry I'm with you. But you know what? This episode is going to be a nice little pick-me-up because I was joined by, like, my oldest friend. Hands down my oldest friend, actually, and we talk about it. We talk about meeting in JK. I've definitely known her the longest out of all my friends, and we have way too many inside jokes. I actually put off bringing her on because I thought that she and I would have a hard time, like, staying away from all of our inside jokes and our backstories. But, um, you know, we explain a couple of them. We have a good time. I promise you're going you're gonna to laugh at this because she is definitely one of the people who I am just my most self around so this is a very authentic interview we laugh a lot have some fun I even learned some stuff about her even though I've known her for the past 20 some years now but yeah this is a really fun one and uh, as always thank you for listening I actually uh, shared on my Instagram the other day a list of the countries that I'm seeing this podcast is being listened to in so hey if you are from Germany or Bulgaria or Ukraine or all of these other countries hey what's up that's so cool I'm, I'm blown away but okay let's get to it this week's guest is a very close friend she is a mother. She is a bad bitch. She's so funny. And uh, I'm very happy to have with me for this episode, Jenna Froze. interview Probably. honestly and you know what the heat summer hot girl summer I have not like I've been so I've been delaying everything so I was like last minute who can I ask to come on the girl who has been bothering me nonstop? and my mom I was like talking to my mom about this and she was like why haven't you just like asked like Jenna or, or New Saver or something I'm like yeah. well the problem is that I have so many inside jokes with these people <laughs> that they're gonna come on the podcast and I'm gonna have to spend the entire time just explaining the background story as to why we find that funny or not so this is going to be interesting. We're just leaving it. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to throw out a word. or like, so, Okay, you and I 
<laughs> have known each other since um, JK. Yeah. Since JK, and I tell everybody, my oldest friend is Jenna. We didn't always love each other. No, it, we, we didn't get close <laughs> until like within the past six, seven years. We were right? close when we were like children, yeah. and then we drifted apart. Mm-hmm. And then in high school, it was like we talked to each other. We, we like we were nice to each other, and then. Out of high school, we were just like, fuck yeah, we're friends again. Well, here's like, the thing. <laughs> well, we realized that we have the exact same kind of humor, and it's the kind of humor that comes from growing up in a trailer park in McGregor. <laughs> because we did. We lived down the street from each other in McGregor at the trailer park. And, man, it, it, it breeds a certain kind of human, and it breeds a certain kind of sense of humor. Yeah. I talked about this with Dave when we were talking about being from the trailer park and how you can talk about you can talk shit about the trailer park when you're from there. Yeah. So my first question that I actually wrote down for you what was or is, I guess, your favorite part of growing up in a trailer park? And then I'm going to ask you what your least favorite part was. So tell me what your, your favorite part. Yeah, my favorite part, I don't know. I think it's the fact that there was so many kids around that time. Yeah. And, like, you were friends with everybody. Yeah. Because it's so small, you're just, like, hanging out with everyone. We had one park. We had one park. With one teeter-totter. No, two teeter-totters. And there was one pool where my brother would try to drown me. Yes. So, yeah. And I witnessed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, yeah, there's all these kids growing up in a trailer park. Halloween was the best. Halloween was the best. The remember best. the lady with the teddy bears? Yes, I remember. remember? Yeah. She had a sunroom that was packed with teddy bears, and everybody would like, we'd be like, guys, we gotta go hit the girl with yeah. the teddy bears. Did, what did she work for, like a carnival or something? I don't like know. Full size chocolate bars had nothing on the teddy bear lady. Yeah. You would walk into this room that was packed with stuffed animals, and she'd be like, pick one. It was like, like a like, kid's What do you mean, dream. just one? Yeah. <laughs> no, all of them. Give me them. She was so sweet. I remember her, yeah. I feel like it was like a fever dream. Like, I, I remember that sometimes, and I'm like, was that creepy or was that cool? And I was like, no, that was really cool. That was cool. Do you remember Old Man Bill? Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Old Man Bill screamed at me one time. He told me to fuck off. My cousin Candace and her friends um, brought Cody and me to his house and made us Uh knock on the door, and then they ran away. Oh, my God. Yeah, he was terrifying. He was known for that, and he held true to his identity. Like, he was a bit... He was an an old man, Bill. (laughs) But, I mean, I you know what? I don't know where he's at now, but I hope he's doing well. But he's just such an icon, right? Yeah. (laughs) Like, everybody remembers him. He's McGregor's feather hat guy. Yes. (laughs) Yes, he absolutely is. Man, McGregor is just such a fun place to grow up. So, okay, your favorite part with being a kid was being around other kids. There's, like, a real community with the kids, being little hoodlum kids. Because, like, you can't go anywhere. Like, you're in the middle of nowhere. No, you're right. You really can't go anywhere. And I actually... So, my mom lived in the trailer park with my step family and then my dad lived just a couple roads outside of the trailer park but in the county and I remember we used to my sisters and I when we were at my dad's house we would ride our bike from the county and it would mm-hmm. this would take like 30 minutes to ride a bike because it was far even though yeah. it was only two roads away to the trailer park because it was like being in the city like you're just yeah. around so many people there's a pool there's a park right. there's this corner store and it's the best <laughs> man it really is fun okay so what's what's the worst part <laughs> The crackheads. <laughs> They're not all, you know, bad. I, I mean... It's, I okay. think it's more so the unpredictable people. But the, the trailer park McGregor crackheads are different than, like, your average city crackheads. Sure. And I'm not judging anybody, yeah. but there's been a few experiences. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. But I, I also just didn't like that once I got older, you're so far from everything. And if you don't drive, like when I was a teenager, I was yeah. like, I want to go do stuff. Yeah. I was like, but I'm stuck. Let me go walk around in this field. Like, <laughs> go literally. That's all there was to do. I would bring boys to the trail because there was nowhere else to go. Literally nowhere or else to Kalan go. Or to Kalan Park. Kalan Park. <laughs> I'm supposed to go there in a couple weeks, actually, for a, a stag and doe. Oh. And I haven't been there since, like, I was a kid. So I'm going to act a fool. <sighs> That was kind of one of the only questions I ever heard. 
So we have, as I said, a very similar sense of humor. Um, Very dark. Yeah. The capability (laughs) to go very dark, to be very morbid. And I mean, I remember it was post high school that like we just started randomly like messaging about something. And then we were like, oh, my God, we have the same sense of humor. Like, let's just go. And then also we had realized that like you had worked with Devin and then we all had kind of just like met each other, reconnected through that group of people. And we're still friends with everybody everybody i mean i don't talk to a lot of people from high school i always say i talk to like you and jess and that's that's pretty much it and alex stevenson but (laughs) it seems to be that the people that i bond with post high school are the ones that hated high school like they're not you know hated it but like Mm. don't have a lot of really great things to say about our high school you know our people no (laughs) no I'm just going to say the Confederate flag has no place flying in Essex oh County. Oh, God, and it seems to be, <laughs> like, I remember, and this is what I hate. I hate it, and I, I hate it even more now looking back on it, but I remember the amount of, like, guys in our grade who used to brag about their grandpas being ultra-racist and how it was hilarious and they loved remember, to drink with them in the garage. Do you remember the Essex County Truck Club? Of course I remember the Essex <laughs> County Truck Club. It's probably still a fucking thing. They probably have a group. Uh, but it's a whole bunch of rich, white county kids that act like they're like from the sticks they're not they live in these big houses i've been to their houses yeah yeah and you know what they're all getting fucking married now they are actually i saw a picture of somebody uh somebody's fiance right somebody's fiance who was marrying one of those boys and i was like oh god i know he has money but god that guy sucks like but also who am i who am i to judge right they would probably say the same thing and i mean the other thing too is i don't know about you but when like i i make friends in windsor and i tell people i'm from essex they're shocked yeah 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 because i feel like there's like this like subgroup of essex my friend in the states i was telling him about yeah um my high school because Obviously, he doesn't know where Essex is. And he's like, why did they have those things there? And I was like, I couldn't tell you. I literally could not tell you. So, and I tell him that, like, me and my friends are the same. So, I'm like, he's shocked that we are the way that we are coming from that environment. I know. Bro, a trailer park? And then Hicktown High School. I know. And we're like this. And we're quite liberal. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Woke as fuck. (laughs) I think about that all the time. Um, Why don't we talk about your family a little bit. <laughs> I think another thing that really bonded us was our interesting family <laughs> dynamics. Again, I have known you and your family my entire life. Mm-hmm. Essentially, you have known me and my family. Both your mom is my it. mom, yes. Mom is mom. Mama Sue is the best. Um, Grandma Sue. Grandma too. Sue. Yeah, because you Okay, we'll talk about your yeah, son okay. too. Yeah. We'll talk about your child. <laughs> Again, it's, it's interesting the way like I... You and I uh, definitely share similarities in terms of our, uh, sometimes our relationships with our family. Yeah. Uh, so you lost your dad to cancer. Yes. When was that again? October 2016. So it's going to be seven years, six yeah. years? Yeah. I don't know math. Yeah. 2023, six years? <laughs> uh, something like that. And I remember, I think it was when your dad died. That was maybe around the time that you and I started. I think so. Because I know I wasn't at his funeral. I feel no, like we but you had messaged enough. me, yeah. though. I remember yeah. that. Um, I think it was the following year that we had. Got you. Yeah. Okay. So interesting timeline. Um, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, your dad passed away. Uh, I remember he was sick for quite some time. So yeah. when he passed away, it was almost like a, like a, like there was like peace to it. I mean, but you can speak to that because, so if you want to tell the story of your dad. Kind of. So like. He was diagnosed, I want to say, September 2015. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to remember the timeline. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember I was at St. Clair living with my Oma, and I, we had found out about it. I ended up moving back home with my parents. He did his chemo and radiation and stuff. He went into remission. He went back to work. He was doing great. Mm. And then when he went back to work, he had slipped and fallen because one of the – he was a delivery truck driver. Yeah. You know this. Yeah. Um, so it I somehow kick-started it 
to be active again. Mm. So okay. was it like it was it reactivated it or was it like he was in the hospital so then they were finding that it was it was it like basically he had been complaining of shoulder pain after the fall because you know he fell he went to the hospital and the hospital's like oh no you just have a pinched nerve like go home whatever kind of typical from falling whatever Mm -hmm. as soon as my i remember this day so clearly as soon as they walked in the door it was like eight o'clock in the morning Mm -hmm. um our family doctor called the house and was like are your parents there and i was like "Uh oh they just walked in why (laughs) He's like, tell them to go back to the hospital. And I was like, huh? immediately. Yeah, immediately. Wow. He's like, it's not just a pinched nerve. There's a tumor that's pinching his nerve. Oh, my. How the hospital didn't see this, he had surgery on it. He had to get both sides of his neck plated. Sure, yeah. But he was doing good. And then all of a sudden, it just, that was in August. Mm-hmm. And then he just kept doing his treatments and stuff. And all of a sudden, it just went downhill. I remember he had um, a tube in his lungs for fluid. Yeah. Because it, it started out as lung cancer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he had his nurse come in, whatever. There was one night, this was like, I think two days before he ended up passing. Yeah. He was complaining of pain in his side where his tube was. So they're like, oh, maybe something happened to it. Whatever. Yeah. I went with my mom to the hospital and his lung had collapsed. Oh, God. So while we were at the hospital, they did all these tests and stuff and... They had basically found out that it was no longer just in the lungs. It was lungs, liver, brain, and bones. Wow. So they gave him not very long, especially because they put him on a lot of painkillers because there was no point, essentially, to try and fix his lung because of how far everything had progressed. Yeah, and he was clearly unwell in multiple different ways. So it's just about keeping him comfortable, right? Um, Actually, it was like my 19th birthday a few days before that. Yeah. And then... um, we brought him home. He was, like, sleeping, whatever. And then the next morning, I was supposed to work the next day. My aunt just barged into my and my brother's room and was like, you need to get out of here right now. Because my dad was at home. Yeah, I was going to say, he passed yeah. away at home, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he didn't want to be in the hospital. He wanted to be at home, but we had a hospital bed and everything for right. him. yeah, yeah. And she just busted in. She's like, you guys got to get out here. And it was, like, within moments. Wow. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. It was It was, it was rushed. I think the hardest part for me was that, of course, all the family wants to come say goodbye. Sure. So he was at our house till 2 in the morning. Or not 2 in the morning. 2 in the afternoon, Gone. sorry. Gone. Just so everybody could come say goodbye. Yeah. I had to, I had to leave. Mm-hmm. So I obviously did not go to work. <laughs> um, actually, that year was fucked up. Because not even two months after that, yeah. like two months to the day, basically, my grandma passed away. Yeah. You, I remember this being a really rough time in terms of deaths just happening and it it was wild because she she was at my dad's funeral fine yeah fine and healthy and whatever and then all of a sudden something happened they found out she had i think it was like colon cancer or something so they took out part of her intestine i don't know how that works and then all of a sudden she was in the hospital i was at work i got a text from my mom saying your cousin's on her way to pick you up you need to come to the hospital now Jeez. And then Again, it was like this that just, like, night. Immediate stuff. It was that was a time. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, sorry, I don't want to cut you no, off. No, no, it's okay. How do you feel like? Because now we're. 20, 25 this year. This happened when you were 19, we'll say. Yeah. So obviously I know, again, it's wild to me how much I, like how close we are, but what, how little I know about different aspects of like your life. Like even with the, all my friends, like I'm like, wow, have I just not been listening? <laughs> like, where have I been? Because people will tell me something I'm like, whoa, that's crazy. Yeah. So how, we maybe we just have never talked about this, but like how do you process that? How do you process death after death? You lose your dad. And, and, and this is the, the thing to me. I remember finding out that your dad had passed away, like finding out that it had happened. Yeah. Because again, it was kind of on the, 
it was going to happen or it was known for a little bit. Yeah. And then somebody saying like, oh, it was her birthday weekend, so she went out that night. So my birthday was on the 3rd. He passed away on the... Seven. The day that he actually passed away, I went to go visit my cousin. Mm-hmm. Her and her girlfriend at the time were like, "Let's go to the casino. We'll Just have get your dinner, get a couple of, drinks." Yeah. yeah. So I had went out with the um them, and it was it was nice. And then we ended up at Arius in the casino, mm-hmm. and. I was just trying to, like, not fully take my mind off of it because it's, like, a lot. Sure, sure. Um, but even if you were, that would be but fine. <laughs> yeah, the, the manager at Arius was like, oh, it's kind of dead tonight. Like, it's your birthday weekend? Like, come back tomorrow and I'll get a booth and stuff for you. I came back the next night. That night was, like, wild. I was never an alcoholic, but just, like, <laughs> drinking just to, like, it's you know. It's okay to need a distraction sometimes. <laughs> you don't have to feel bad about that. So... We went out. I was with one of my old coworkers and her boyfriend, not a good person. <laughs> he got us kicked out of the casino. Oh, God. And then security was yelling at all of us, mm-hmm. and I had a mental breakdown on the top of the casino rooftop. I don't know if I've ever told you this. Mm. I was, like, sitting on the top of the rooftop thing, like, crying about my dad being dead. Sure. And security's like, are you good? <laughs> <laughs> this is not a great place to have a breakdown. We're about five, six stories up. I ended up getting picked up from one of my... A little sneaky links that night. <laughs> but it was also Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah. So I had to show up to my family's house the next day. Oh, gosh. I had a hickey on my neck, bro. <laughs> the day after your dad. Two days. Two days. I'm sorry. It's, it's just, okay. This is why I wanted you to tell this story because it's like on paper. It's so funny. <laughs> but listen, it's such a classification listen. of like, like who you are. But I don't mean in like a bad way by no, any means. But it's, it's like, like you keep it moving. I yeah? could have done other things. My brother chose his things that's fine sure um I would have never chose that path it's fine he's a better person now um (laughs) but that was that was what I wanted to do or I guess needed to do sure as bad as it sounds it wasn't going to stop me from living my life because I know my dad wouldn't want me sitting there being sad for weeks and again he was my dad for a long time but he was also like the hardest working man so he would want me to like keep going keep keep working yeah Yeah. so I thank him every day because me and my brother like our work ethic is like insane and it's from him yeah I'm not gonna stop yeah no I you're totally right he wouldn't have wanted that he was a hard ass I remember that the few times I met him I met him a bunch of times but yeah I used to be terrified of him he's a big man like yeah, six foot is. three, like yeah. giant. <laughs> yeah, always looking angry. Like no, I. But I he totally... was like the biggest teddy bear. Of actually. course, of course he was. Yeah, <laughs> no, of course. So I just like that story of like, <laughs> yeah, Jenna, what her dad died, and then she went out that night, and then I'm like. I think I would do the same thing. Yeah, like, what are you supposed to do? Like, I really would. Again, this is, I'm not here to judge. But this is such a, like, a again, a reflection of who you are as a person because I think this is where you and I maybe, like, we understand each other to a degree because in certain situations in which everything is absolutely fucked and you should be heartbroken and you should be wallowing, it's like... (laughs) We're just going. (laughs) I don't hit... That never feels like rock bottom to me. Rock bottom to me is, like, a random, like, Tuesday when I'm feeling, like, down. Like, the things that most people would be upset about, I don't get upset about but then the really dumb things but then even rock bottom like we still get back up and we're like okay we're good now (laughs) we got good people and like yeah like we oh it's just it is that's i was actually talking to my friend yeah the other night and i said if i didn't have my friends like i literally don't know i know what i would do i know because like some people have great relationships with their family that's not necessarily case for me i love my family sure but it's it's not like your average not in the same way no if i didn't have like you Mm -hmm. and my other friends i 
Oh, dear God. Well, your chosen family is, like, so yeah. important, right? And the people who have stuck around, again, like, we obviously haven't been consistently, like, yeah. side by side, but, like, enough so now that I can... It's just good, the well, way and things we're, are. And we're, we're grown enough now to realize that we don't need to be, like, side by side constantly. It's yeah. good to have our own space. Yeah. It's good to do, you know, we each yeah. have our own lives, too. And we do a lot of, like... Oh, I have to go run errands. Do you want to come? Like, I like that. I like that too. I do. Yeah, it's, I'm, it's, I'm an errand good. type person. <laughs> I know. I love it. I like doing Theo's in the car. Uh, okay, so let's talk about your son. So okay. you have a two-year-old child who is the love of my life. He is, mine too. Well, well, he better be. He is. Everybody loves this child because he, like, I feel like I, I have talked about him as if like he is my child. When to I this worked point. at Kona, the the first thing that Nick said to me was, "Tori told me about your son. He said he's very cute." And I was like, I'm like, I have this friend named Jenna, but you've got to hear about his son. Her son. Like, he is the best. He's just a guy. Or she'll take him out for lunch, like, on her own. And everybody's like, oh, is that your baby? And I say yes. I say yes. This is my child who looks nothing like me. He's just, he's a gorgeous little child. He has got such a personality, and he always has. But uh, I think it's, like, he's such a social baby. Mm-hmm. Like, he well, has no the problem thing is, going and hanging out with anybody. He was born right before a pandemic. Yeah. So he didn't really see anybody, so I was worried about that. But thank God for you mainly mm-hmm. when I was on maternity leave like because you get done work so early you'd mm-hmm. pick him up you'd take him swimming you'd have him hanging yeah. out with all these people yeah. but I was never worried that you'd put him in an unsafe situation because you no. know COVID whatever yeah. but that helped so much mm-hmm. and like even have having him hang out with my friends as a group yeah. that helps too like he's ours like I like when we hang out and he's there like I, I you always hear about these people who you know, they have kids and they lose their friends. I feel like your son has bonded us more. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, because yeah. everybody loves him. If I'm like, oh, I'm not bringing Theo, they're like, why? Aww. Like, you guys, you get it. <laughs> he could have been here right now and it would have yeah. been happy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys get it because you're like, okay, you want your own time, whatever. Yeah. But then also when I do bring him, you're not like, oh, she brought her kid. You're yeah. like, fuck yeah, yeah bring Theo's here. <laughs> yeah, my mom, every, ta- every time I see you, she's like, did you see him? <laughs> like, wait, first of all, he's named. <laughs> her mom is obsessed. like obsessed. Oh, my, she, uh, honestly, it has totally curbed me ever having to have kids because she just loves that kid like i'll be on facetime with you yeah. and she'll hear your voice and come running across the she's house like where like, is he where's my boy where is he <laughs> like, he's busy mom i don't know what to tell you that daycare or when he's like not there she's like oh yeah she doesn't ask how you're doing or anything. she's like okay just leave because he's so lovable he's just such a good like addition so um yeah so you when you got pregnant with him you were what i was 20 21 Aren't we turning 25 this year? Hold on. I was going to say, take your time. <laughs> I think I was... I feel tw- like you were 22. I, no, I turned 22 before I had him. I was 21 when I found out I was pregnant. Oh, okay. okay he okay. was born in December. Right. So, yeah, I was 21 when I found out I was pregnant. Yeah. Still quite young. I, I have family members that um, they were, they are, were, and are still mad that I had a baby that young. And I'm like, am I 17? He's two. Am I 15? No. Are we going to let that go? I'm going to be 25 this year. Yeah. Like, he's... He's two. I mean, my oldest sister had her first kid when she was 16. To yeah. me, like, having kids young isn't, like, a... It's not a bad thing. It, it doesn't have to be a bad no. thing. Of course, there's so much going on. There's different stuff, circumstances but, and whatever, but... But, no, when people say they have a baby at 21, I'm like, I don't even really consider that, like, too... Like, young. depending on the person. For you, it doesn't seem too young. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's your old in trailer park. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm trying to be in my 30s and not have to worry about changing diapers. Yeah. I'm trying to live my life... And that's your prerogative, And, and then he will be grown. Yeah. Like my brother and sister-in-law, they are in their 30s. Mm-hmm. Their kids are grown. Okay. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> yeah, it is nice to, uh, I, I know, like, even my oldest sister, even though we don't really speak, I know that, like, my niece is 
probably 17 now. I remember when you first became an aunt. Because I like, was six. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember it was so crazy coming to school. And I was like, yeah, my, my sister had a baby. And everybody was like, what? Huh? Because um, I was six. I was literally six. But You're a toddler. What do you mean? I, I am a baby. That is, uh, She was my sibling. She was more my sibling than she was my niece. Honestly, um, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I do. I'm so glad that the timing of all that happened. But, um, what was I going to say? Oh, Ashley. So, my oldest sister, I know that, like, now, my niece being 17, she's 35. Yeah. Um, to be 35 with an 18-year-old in the house, God, like, she's got to be so happy. Yeah. You know? she Maybe my niece hates it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, you know, something different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it was weird, but, like, we got through it. And, like I said, if I didn't have you guys, I would have, you know. I don't want to take that out, but, yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the day you gave birth. So I was going away for my sister's wedding in Cuba, yeah. and I, you were very pregnant. And you said, wait till I get back. I said, you better put a cork in that thing and wait for that baby. You better make that baby wait because I would like to come. I, I was thinking very selfish. This is before the pandemic when anybody oh, could okay. waltz into the It's hospital. okay. My mom was even like, because she, she went to Dominican, I think. Yeah. She's like, you better wait till I get back. Could you imagine giving birth without your mom or me there? It was Jesus. the weekend after she got back. So yeah. you got back shortly after her. Yeah. We I met, remember being very tan in the We photos. met on like a Tuesday yeah. for coffee. Yeah. And then the fall following Saturday yeah. was when it happened. Uh, I know I was freshly home and uh, I remember I didn't have any service in Cuba so I'm like constantly on Snapchat. Did you have the baby yet? No. Okay. And I just get off the I Wi-Fi. was at the point where like I wanted him to come out so bad. I was just like eating hot peppers yeah. and stuff. I was like get out. This thing out of me. I, yeah. So you had him. Um, yeah. I remember going to the hospital and there was so many people in the room and I was there by myself and um, and then when you were there everybody else showed up too. I was like, well, I, was like I don't know if everybody's showing up at the same time or if this is what it's like all day. And that was the first time I was like, I do not want to give birth. I cannot believe how many people. And, and again, everybody loves it. Like, they're there because they love you. And, yes, that's beautiful. Blah, 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 yeah. blah. But you were, like, gaping open. <laughs> I were was. were bleeding. I was. And, like, my boobs were out. Yes. And, like, everybody seen and them. And there was, like, I, I remember, like, trying to count how many people were in the room. There was, like, at least 13 people in the room. There was, I believe it was you, my Oma, my mom, brother, and his girlfriend. Yes. Um, Christian's friend and his mom. Yeah. And then and Christian. And Christian. Yeah. And then Tanisha, Alicia, and her oldest son. And all the kids. And I, as I and was Lily, leaving, yeah. Yeah. Somebody yeah, there was kids running around too. And I was like, Oh my god, that baby, first of all, is full. like fresh out the womb. That you can't even touch that fresh. thing. Big alien head. Oh, he had this fresh. giant head when he came out. <laughs> it was so funny. And that also freaked me out. I was like, I can't give birth to something yeah, that looks like that because I won't love it. <laughs> I couldn't even pretend that I was happy. Like, <laughs> He was so funny looking. That's why you throw hats on. Yeah. But oh, it was just the back of his head. He looked like Roger from. <laughs> <laughs> and I say that with love. Christian because... calls him the Crystal Skull from um, Indiana Jones. <laughs> oh my god, that's exactly what he looks like. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You need two hands to hold that thing. Yeah. He had a funny looking head, but again, he's uh, like he's normal now. He's, well, good he's now. always normal, but we <laughs> like he has just been obviously so loved. Like, it, it, but anyway, when you were giving birth, yeah. So, um, do we tell my birth story? I'll go ahead. <laughs> yeah, tell your birth story, man. <laughs> so I, I essentially put myself into labor, mm. um, because I was mad at my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And I wanted him to help put the, our queen-size mattress back on our bed. He was taking a bath. I didn't want to wait. I was pregnant. I did it myself. Mm-hmm. And I felt a little something. And I was like, did I just pee myself? And I was like, I don't know. I'm going to keep going. So I'm just <laughs> like. Just keep it moving. I hadn't eaten that day. So I was going to like do the dishes first, then eat, and then whatever. Flip I'm angrily mattress. doing the dishes. Yeah. And I'm like, this is not pee. Mm-hmm. It's like something is going on. So 
He's mad at me now that I did the mattress by myself. I'm still mad at him because I was just angry my whole Hormonal mean. Sure. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I'm like, I'm doing the dishes and I'm like, this is not peace. So I told him, I was like, hey, I think we need to go to the hospital. I think my water broke. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, well, let me know when there's a puddle on the floor. What? And I was like, we're past that point. This is my third pair of pants. Yeah. And he's like, oh. So it happens like, I thought it was just like one big gush, but it can happen it can like leak out slowly. So, um... I got there, I think, 5.30 at night. Uh-huh. I hadn't eaten, so I asked my mom to bring me... My mom was at a work Christmas party. <laughs> wasted. <laughs> yeah, she wasted. I'm imagining she didn't, answer, she didn't answer to the phone, and I was like, okay, you can miss it, whatever. And All then right. she calls me back, she's like, what's going on? And I was like, on Get to the Lori. hospital. So <laughs> we're up, Lori, it's time. So I told her to bring me food, because I hadn't eaten. Are you allowed to eat? I didn't know that. Oh. The nurse is like, you can't eat that. Yeah. And I was like, I'm so hungry. And you hadn't eaten all... Oh, no. Yeah, so I got ice chips, that's what I got. Yeah, so yeah, <laughs> so good. Um, and then they put me on oxytocin, they made me walk around the hospital. I was in the worst pain I'd ever been in, but I did not know it would get worse. Well, I did, but I wasn't prepared for it to get sure. much worse. It's the kind of pain you can't prepare for, right? Right. Yeah. So I'm like walking around and then eventually they move me to the delivery room. Okay. The doctor comes in, does my epidural. Mm-hmm. I told him I was going to slap him. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because my nose was stuffed up, so I was breathing through my mouth mm-hmm. and I was in pain because they have you hunched over. Yeah. So you're basically hunched over your baby yeah. while like while you're contracting. contracting yeah. And he's trying to shove a needle in your spine. Yeah. And my mouth was so dry because I'm like breathing through my mouth and I asked for water and he's like, it's not that bad. And I was like, ah. I was like, I'm going to slap you. The nurse is sorry laughing after I said that, but I was like, I'm going to slap you. It's not that. Was he kidding? No. (laughs) He's a man. Okay. All right. (laughs) But I remember my mom came back in because they had to leave when they did the epidural, Mm -hmm. and she thought I was seizing. I was just like, yeah, because I was so cold. I had like six blankets on. And you have all these drugs in you. Like, you're going to feel all... Your temperature is going to be all fucked yeah. up. Yeah. So, my mom was going to go leave to go get some food because at this point, it's like 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And they're like... They checked me and she's like, you're not leaving. Yeah. It's time. And I was like, what do you mean it's time? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? See, I'm not even there and I'm like all excited. And this was two years ago. <laughs> Still like, oh, and then he came. And, it was and cool. then I, I only pushed for like an hour. So, not terrible. But I remember the doctor saying... Oh, don't worry, he's not going to fly out. And I was like, all right. I hope my, not. My mom's sitting there, and she goes, Posh, she's like, pretend you're mad at your brother. There you go. There, that'll do it. And you, Somebody could tell me, pretend you're mad at Jenna's brother, and I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> I can do it then. And then, like, I was going, and then he, my kid had a big head, as we talked yes, about. yeah. He had to cut me, mm-hmm. and he flew out. Mm. He was just, Room he, he, was, needed. he yeah. was there. But he was so big, he was an eight-pound baby, Yeah. he caused me to hemorrhage because he was in there for so long, like... In the canal, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. I, I hemorrhaged. I remember seeing him fly out, and then, obviously, I can't see myself, but I can see the doctor. Sure. I, I see him fly out, the doctor catches him, hands him to a nurse, whatever, and then all of a sudden, there's blood. And the doctor jumps back. Next thing I know, I'm being woken up with apple juice. And I'm like, oh, what is this? Why am yeah. I having this? Isn't this nice? Mm. <laughs> And then I wake up and the room is full of nurses, mm. like full of nurses. Yeah. And I'm like, did I hemorrhage? And the you nurse knew is that? like, really? Yeah. Oh. The nurse is like, oh yeah, just a little bit. And I was like, a little bit. All right, whatever. But I was gonna downplay it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I I passed out and then um, also hadn't eaten, so yeah. Sure. So it was not not a fun time. Sure. And then they tried to move me a few hours later to a wheelchair to go bring me to my actual room. Yeah. 
I passed out trying to go in the wheelchair. Yeah. Mm-mm. I ended up having to get three blood transfusions. Jesus. Little did I know, my family doctor told me, he's a saint, yeah. that my pelvis wasn't opening. Everything else was opening except for my pelvis. Huh. So if he hadn't cut me, Theo probably would have broke my pelvis. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That big ass head. That, Jesus. Yeah. So I was in the hospital for three days, and uh, that was when everybody was coming to visit. And I had you were three blood transfusions, yeah. and I wasn't allowed to get up by myself. I, would I do it again? Yeah. <laughs> well, I remember. I just remember. So all these people are there. I'm like, I'm here by myself. I'm here to see the baby. I'm here to see Jenna. I'm here to dip. <laughs> and there's so many people there. Yeah. Um, and I got there, and I came to the to like stand beside you and I was just like all right how's it going how are you doing and you're like I am bleeding so much right now and like you looked so petrified and I was like is nobody else panicking about this like everybody else looks so happy and blah 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 I'm like is anybody else watching this it literally felt like I was peeing myself but it was just blood yeah it was oh gosh and like you you don't get to sleep because either you try to sleep and the baby wakes up or the nurses come in and they're like vital check and I'm like do this and that well, they have to, right? Or they even come in and they're like, okay, it's time to feed the baby. I'm like, but he's sleeping. Yeah. But then they don't give you any privacy at all. Like, no. they're in here, they're checking your boobs, they're yeah. checking your cooch. Like, yeah. every, they're pressing down on your abdomen. And your your abdomen, days ago, not even 24 hours, was yeah. swollen. So it's it's sore because everything's uh. stretched. And you're like, yeah, thanks so much. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know they're doing their job and whatnot, but oh, I couldn't. See, I, I don't like being touched, like, on a good day. Somebody, <laughs> somebody the other day was like, would you ever consider doing OnlyFans? Like, it was just a random <laughs> question. And I was like, when I had my son, enough people seen my cooch. I'm not trying to flash it on the yeah. internet. Like, <laughs> <laughs> enough people have been up in here. It's not even anything exciting anymore. <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, I'm so glad he went through all of that turmoil because, yes, I love that child. I love that child yeah. so much. And when you do it again, I am excited to be right there. Because I know you want to do it again. I know you want more babies. I and do. I'm happy because you make beautiful babies. Thank I know you. the next one is going to be an absolute fucking asshole because yeah. Theo is such a good child. The next one is going to suck. Yeah, you know that. But, but you know I don't put up with that mess, so we'll see. I know. You're, you're quite a mom. You're quite a mom. And I tell everybody this because you and I, yeah, we have been, like, on and on, off again friends just, like, throughout life. But then yeah. when I tell everybody, I was like, when she had Theo, nothing else mattered. Like, there was there's no time for, like, drama. There's no time for not, – not between us, but, like, with anybody. With like, everybody. you just stop caring about things. And mm-hmm. I'm like, no, she is a fantastic mother. Like, she's such a good mom. And that nobody – my mom says it to people all the time. She's like, oh, yeah, uh, Tori's friend Jenna has a, a – two-year-old blah 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 she is such a good mom oh my mom thinks you're the best mom and my mom's a good mom so oh she no your mom is like the best she's a good mom no she speaks very highly everybody speaks very highly of your mothering skills now everything else about you (laughs) that's right you know what you want to know what my biggest pet peeve with you is like you snapchat things that need to be texts like when you were probably in labor you snapchatted me like it's happening and i'm like this needs to be a phone call like this needs to i don't care if it's the middle of the night I woke up the next morning going, oh my gosh, she's in labor. And I found out via fucking Snapchat. You will Snapchat me like the most, like craziest life updates. And I'm like, oh my God, this needs to be a text. Like, Snapchat is my primary form of communication. It, I know, and it's so toxic. And I know that m- your biggest peppy with me is probably that I never answer the fucking phone. Yeah. So, and I'm so flaky. So I'm like, we are just not, like all the time, I'm like, oh my God, this girl is going to, we're going to find out she died via Snapchat. Like, Theo's going to take my phone and be like, jeez. Jesus Christ. So that's my that's my beef with you. <laughs> I'll try and text you more. I don't I don't have anything necessarily against Snapchat. It's just when people use it as their primary form of communication. I'm like, guys, 
I really asleep. don't text anybody anymore. I know you don't. And I, my phone is so dry. <laughs> I'm like, somebody just text I'm going to start texting you every morning. Good morning, queen. Please do. <laughs> Please do. Okay, so. Um, hold on, I'm going to retake that. <laughs> Keep talking. Sorry. Okay. Um, okay. None of my other guests have paused to take a Snapchat mid. <laughs> yeah, no, we you know how I am. <laughs> I know. Okay, so let's move on to some of my quick questions because we we're already like pretty far along in this. See, I knew Sorry. this one was going to be super easy and it was going to fly by. So <laughs> let me do some of the quick questions for you. Oh, I inverted my phone. Um, who's a famous person you have been compared to? Oh, God. Have you ever been? I don't think so. No. Okay. Would you compare me to a famous person? No. <laughs> like, in attitude, like Kat Von D or something like that. You know what I mean? But I know she's problematic. Like, not in that way. But you know what I mean? Like, the kind of, like, persona, like, I don't give a fuck. And I'm, like, I'm tattooed and I'm a bad bitch. That kind of thing. But I'm sure there's many other. Bailey Sarian. Bailey Sarian. Uh, you know when Nuseba says that I give off Bailey Sarian energy? You do. She said that to me and I said, I'm writing you into my will. <laughs> I love Bailey Sarian me so too. much. I love it. And I was like, thank you so much. I so much. I love that bitch. Thank you. Okay. Um, let's pick... A memory of ours. Oh, God. <laughs> and try to explain it. <laughs> um, I, because there's so many. You know what I just thought of? Oh, God. What? When I worked at that factory. And I was telling somebody about <laughs> if you were thinking of the same thing. Okay, go and, ahead, go ahead. And we, we went to my work. We got coffee. This was just when we used to drive around. Go yeah, over this do, is what we would do. When we whatever. first became friends again, we would just go, like, in the middle of the night, go get coffee and just hang out in random spots yeah, in the car. Yeah, and I brought her to this factory that I used to work at, and I told her, the front door doesn't actually lock. Like, you, if you yank on it, it'll open. And there's no cameras. There's no, like, actual security system. It's just a key. <laughs> Because they didn't give a fuck. So this bitch yanks the door. <laughs> well, I, I like, didn't believe you. And I was like, it's an industrial door. So I yanked it. I swear I heard something break, too, when I did it. And I, yeah. I it popped open. Of... And then we got the fuck out of there. We sure did. We went out of there real fast. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. That's a good one. I'm, try I'm trying, trying to think of. I mean, like, Theo's nickname for you is Auntie Tony. Yeah. But so that's, that's just because he can't say Tori. <laughs> this is just a fun, yeah, anecdote. Is that, yeah, yeah his, he calls me Tony and so I call him Toe his yeah. name's Theo toe. Um, baby Toe and I like that I like to have a personal name yeah. <laughs> so uh, signing off as uh, Auntie, Auntie Tony for now on that's my new <laughs> persona that's what I should go by on the radio yeah it's hey. Jay and Auntie Tony <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. Okay, you know what? No, we're going to go back. So I have like a collection of uh, quick questions that I always ask people at the end. So um, are you religious or spiritual? Oh, <laughs> sorry. I, I couldn't even say it without laughing. The look on my face. <laughs> this is why I'm laughing. Because the amount of arguments I, I see you getting into with people about religion is just, you know. It's part of, you're like the fucking antichrist. Like, no, this. We know this. I couldn't even say it, but I will say you are quite, you are a spiritual, spiritual person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the spiritual aspect, yes. The religious mm -hmm. aspect, fuck no. Organized religion. I used not to the be roof. in a Catholic youth group. I'm not doing that ever again, <laughs> brother. I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah. See, this is what I mean. I learned so much about you. I yeah. I I was in. They're called squirets and at the squirets. I know what that is. I was in the for what? years. I didn't know that was religious. Yes, a Catholic. You have to be like. Oh, Bad guys, like like they go to church. Like, well, okay. So I remember when I did brownies, there was like, mm -hmm. uh, like there was like a prayer that would happen sometimes. But it was like, 
it wasn't like taken too seriously and i was a kid but i mean again, no, this was like very serious so interesting i didn't know that yeah okay, we're gonna talk about that another time okay so <laughs> you believe in astrology this I do. we know what are you tell the people i am a libra yes you very much are okay um <laughs> oh, this is a good question actually would you consider yourself an introvert or an extrovert i'd say i used to be more of an introvert yeah. now i'm more of an extrovert because i just i literally do not care yeah um so, it's so freeing i'm I'd say I'm an introvert around not even it's not even people I don't know but like my family I'm more reserved and I keep to myself yeah, and whatever yeah. but when I'm with my friends even if I'm meeting somebody for the for the first oh, yeah, time yeah. this is what they get yeah, yeah. like I I You're bonding yeah I don't filter it anymore and I used to be so afraid of just like being myself and I'm like you know what fuck it you know what that's, <laughs> this, um, this is how I am and yeah. whatever no and you got you gotta own it you gotta love it and I I mean not that I ever had a problem with you in grade school or anything oh you know no 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 no, no. <laughs> let me run this back really quick we want to talk about inside stories okay <laughs> when scholastic let me tell it because I was I was the villain in this story okay so. <laughs> yes she was Jenna likes to tell people that I bullied her in grade school <laughs> because of this one incident, okay? Because I can't recall another incident in which I was not. But, okay, here's the deal. <laughs> it was a chilly autumn. I couldn't tell you when it was, but I know <laughs> that point. it was after a Scholastic book fair because you Got had... a gas eraser. You had purchased. I remember what it looks like to this day. What grade were we in? We must have been grade, grade two. four? No, I think... Younger? Grade three. Grade three, I think. Wow, you're good. Because whoever it was Somebody stole me. an iPod, iPod in that year. Okay, so, okay, anyway, I'm and, old um, enough the, to not be doing this shit. The first no, big word I learned. No, I've been younger because why did I have such an emotional attachment to this eraser? I think we, I think when I remember this, because it was the same year that Victor stepped on my um, pencil sharpener. The same year that somebody puked on the carpet. So grade three. Okay, okay. Grade three. <laughs> that, was when, that was when Bailey passed out. And Brad Rowe, was it, puked on Travis the... Morrison. Travis Morrison. Of course it was <laughs> Travis. <laughs> I'm kidding. No. All love to you, Travis. Yeah. I just remember somebody puking. puking. Somebody passed out, somebody puked. And is that not the most traumatizing shit when you're in when you're young and you witness somebody puking and you're like, where's their parents? Like are we they were practicing die in front for of the me? Christmas concert, so everybody's standing around him, and then Bailey passes out. He starts throwing up. Everybody's running off the stage. Okay, yeah, you know what? <laughs> this is where we start to get confused. We need to go back. Okay. So, <laughs> when we were in grade three, we'll say. Okay. I no, I distinctly remember being on the carpet, sitting on the square carpet, and somebody puking on the carpet. And I, I swear it was yeah, Brad Bro. I, I think you might be right. <laughs> I, I think I right. And I remember us all going, oh my god. And like, what? But then, okay, so it was the same year though. It must have been the same year because all this traumatizing stuff happened back to back. We were practicing for the Christmas. Um, concert whatever the fuck it was um and we were in the gym on the stands doing our choir singing our christmas songs <laughs> and we were practicing and all of a sudden somebody like in the middle row pukes I, and it was travis morrison okay travis morrison you puked okay <laughs> it's not funny now and I, I'm, I'm glad she's okay but it was like it was like he puked you heard the puke hit the ground and then bailey just fainted and it was Mistro had to catch her head so quick, otherwise yeah. she would have smashed. It was it. insane. It was it was like out of a movie. It was just like I was I was tall, so slow I was motion. in the back. It was slow motion. It was when it, it happened. Was, somebody pukes, you hurt. I didn't even know he had puked, and then I see Bailey falling to the side, and I was like, oh my god. Well, I don't know what I said, but I remember everybody being so traumatized <laughs> by that because I mean she must have a fear of like uh she, or she, at the she time. hates blood. She hates all of that. There yeah. you go. Yeah. So. 
yeah, so I, that was so traumatizing. I just remember also the one year me and you wore the exact same shirt for picture day. Yes. <laughs> that pastel blue yes. one with the camo. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, we did. And um, I don't know about you, but I was very into that that monkey. What was his name? The, the fashion the, monkey. Oh, the the walk it, I walk it. <gasps> Oh monkey. What would you even search up? Early 2000s monkey, monkey. on clothes? No, he had a name and he was I like know. a fashion. There, there he is. Bobby Jack. Bobby, Bobby Jack. Jack. Clothes. Oh my God. I 100% had this shirt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. So what I'm talking about is the eraser, the Scholastic Book Fair eraser. So you had, I had bought things from the Scholastic Book Fair. You had bought things and you had bought this eraser that was long. Like it was like it was skinny and long, like a spaghetti dark pink noodle. and light pink swirl. It was that. <laughs> <laughs> and for some reason I said, I need to have that. After you bought it and the Scholastic Book Fair was over, I said, I must. <laughs> so I stole it from your desk, as I do. <laughs> Kleptomaniac. So I stole it. And then I think I took it home with me because, again, I was very attached to this eraser, but I carried it around with me. And you said, that's my eraser. And anyway, I got in trouble for it. And I, I tried so hard to pass it off as mine. <laughs> like, I was like, no, I bought this. I was like, no, you didn't. I didn't keep the receipt. I don't know what to tell you. But no, it was so clearly yours. And I remember trying to gaslight everybody into thinking that I bought it and it was mine. And then everybody's like, no, it's not. And I remember having to give it back to you and I was so heartbroken. God, I was a classmate. Like, I was We also glad. used to do dances to Hollow Bat Girl oh my in your God. yard. Oh, my, all the time. I was always coordinating fucking dance recitals and shit we on my make, trampoline. I don't know if we made your mom watch them or if we made Taylor watch them. Oh, we God. made somebody watch them. My sisters all sit around and watch us. Oh, my God. Okay, well, this has been a treat. <laughs> Honestly, I love talking about this kind of stuff because it's like, I don't know how it's going to sound. I really hope people find it as funny as we do. Before. Like, it's just so nice to like, your most like weird, awkward, childish, fucking stupid moments. Like, yeah. <laughs> Jenna also is very much one of the people who encouraged me to start a podcast. So. Yes. Yeah, because she yeah. wanted to be on it. <laughs> and also, look how well it's doing. I'm feeling real good. I'm real happy. Big things. Yeah, I'm so happy you're here. Thank you for uh, taking the time. Um, is there anything you want to plug? You want people to follow you on Instagram, find you on Tinder? What do you want? <laughs> Well, they can do that if they'd like. Okay. They'll find me automatically. Yeah. I don't on Snapchat. You'll get fucking the most insane life <laughs> updates. <laughs> Unprompted. My Instagram is Jenna with one N. Please, for the love of God, one N. Yes, that's distinct. Underscore froze. And if you need me to spell it, it's F-R-O-E-S-E. -E. You know how I, <laughs> I remember, like, it wasn't until a few years ago that you looked at my phone and you're like, you have my last name spelled right? <laughs> and I was like, my oldest friend. I don't even know what to spell it. Oh, my Nobody God. Nobody does. <laughs> F-R-O-E-S-E. -E. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, bitch. Yeah. All right. Let's let's end this here. <laughs> if you stick around to the end, um, thank you. I don't know why we decided to call out the people we went to grade school with by name, but Travis Morrison, Brad Bro, Bailey, if you're listening... I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know why it's funny. Anyway, I'll see you in a couple weeks in July on the, uh, the 14th.
city now.